The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Here they come! What the hell are you two doing? The revolution with Jim and Trav is what America is screaming for. Ah! Oh yeah! You are a part of it. One's as bad as the other. Rev it up, baby! You are the reason the outdoors is rising. Go! It's go time! And together, we're taking it mainstream. I don't believe you're seriously considering listening to these men. Welcome to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here they are. Does anyone in this room think that victory is possible without facing danger? I pledge allegiance. We are at war. To white-tailed deer <laughs> in catfishing. Of course there's a risk. And Mrs. Bunny, that's all there is, really, in this entire world. You don't need anything else. You know one thing I'm really good at? What's that? Is playing basketball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, I don't know anything about basketball. Well, maybe. You're just making excuses. You bounce it, I think. And we're going to have Brad Miller on in just <laughs> yeah. a second. This dude, you like the NBA? Great. I mean, this guy's amazing. Amazing. That's great. Yeah, he's played next to, like, Shaquille O'Neal. You know what's really amazing? Shaquille O'Neal does not make him look small. <laughs> this guy is so... He, I think he's the biggest guy that's ever been on our show. No kidding. I think he's, like, I don't know, 10 foot 8 or something like that. He, he's really tall. But he has well, he small feet. 6 foot 12. 6 foot 12. So I think that's, like, 9 foot. I don't know. All right, so we are talking rut ready on today's show. We got Brad Miller on here in just a second. Obviously... NBA superstar, plus host of Country Boys Outdoors at Saturdays, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time on SportsZone Channel. Then we're going to have Cat Daddy, and he's going to talk about winter catfishing. Possibly a bowel movement? <laughs> uh, who knows? And then Mrs. Buddy's going to be talking about an awesome new way to catalog inventory uh, your wild game with something called jacked gear. Yeah. All right, so let's get to... Uh, what's his name? Brad, Brad Miller. Brad Miller. <laughs> uh, what's his name? We're rut ready this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Ta-da! Now, kicking off a two-part interview with Brad Miller, host of Country Boys Outdoors, Saturdays, 11.30 a.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. You know when people say, like, oh, this person's the goat? The goat? I always just thought, like, the person smells. <laughs> I didn't realize it's the greatest of all time. I was like, why do you want to call him a goat? Goat stink. All right, so, yes, we have on the goat himself, Brad Miller. Again, the NBA superstar. This guy can dribble. That's all I know. <laughs> he can dribble really well. He's also the host of Country Boys Outdoors, Saturdays, 1130 a.m. Eastern time. And he's going to dunk some big buck action with us on today's show. That's right. Brad, how's it going, buddy? Not too bad. How about you? You guys. Did you like that that intro, Brad? Are, what are you six? <laughs> you're six foot. What is it? Eleven nine? What is it? Uh, six foot twelve, basically. <laughs> six foot twelve on a short day. <laughs> and I always thought Mitch Petrie was a tall guy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What is that like when you were competing in the NBA, man? I mean, the the glitz and the glam and all the places you've been and the players 
you were around, right? How many were outdoorsmen like you? Were you like the one lone token white boy that liked deer hunting? Was there a lot of guys that like hunting and fishing in the NBA or not? Not really. <laughs> um, Greg, Greg Ostertag I played with in uh, Sacramento my second year actually is the one who introduced me to the Marisol Ranch down in uh outside um, Uvalde, Texas, where I've been going now for 17 or 18 years straight. So he was kind of the only guy. He got me my first real bow, actually, a Hoyt, because uh, he had a new connection. So he got me my first bow and got me into hunting the Marisol. But other than that, it kind of ended really quickly of not many outdoors. When there's a bunch of guys that like to fish a little bit, like I know Paul George is a big uh, bass fisherman. Um, but really outdoors hunting, there's not a, not a whole lot of those around. Yeah. Now, the thing is, you, you mentioned you got your first bow. You're 6'12", you said. <laughs> but the yeah. fact of the matter is, you either shoot an overdraw or you got one hell of a bow, I'll tell you, because your draw length has got to be like 34, 36 inches. I was right at like 33. And really? My buddy was 34. Oh, no, really? Four and a half. Yeah, he had longer arms. My God, I bet you don't find it that very often. <laughs> no. Like, really? No, you, don't, yeah, you don't get many options there either. You get what you get. <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, okay, so Country Boys Outdoors, dude, um, you kind of hunt all over the place, but you've transitioned to hunter, guide, outfitter. You kind of do it all, man. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I mean, I spent a lot of time right when I retired traveling a lot and going a lot of places and then kind of figuring out you know, my comfort zone, what I like being 6'12", sitting on the block on in the middle of the winter, did not fit <laughs> my body's needs after playing in the NBA very long. So, you know, transition, use a lot of smarter and ground blinds with buddy heaters and elevated towers. You got a bunch of grizzly blinds are working out pretty well so far. So just getting smarter, and I enjoy just watching people have success in deer, deer camp or Turkey camps, basically, you know, I, I just love that that part of it. And it's just enjoyable as can be, you know, to see other people have success as well. Yeah, well, you know, the interesting part about as we get older, uh, you know, we, we find that it's not so important that we actually do the harvesting, but we watch and help other people do it. And to me, there's something fulfilling about that, isn't there? Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely now. I'm married with a bunch of friends. Our kids are all the kids are getting into hunting, so having them up for youth season to see success and getting them, you know, getting the people, new people into the outdoors is, uh, you know, one of the main things that we have to do as outdoorsmen is to, you know, show the world to people that don't normally don't get out there and enjoy it and just try to. You know, teach them about it. You know, it's really crazy. Um, you know, everyone has heard of the Big Brothers Big Sisters program, but talk about the impact that that program has had in your buddy Dewey Forbes, um, that actually got you into hunting through the Big Brothers and Big Sisters, and you still hunt with Dewey, don't you? Oh yeah, Dewey. We still went to went on a bear hunt. That was his bucket. Dream hunt was to get a bear, and we've been on two in Canada, so this year was our third trip to Canada, so he finally got him his bucket list, big old BC bear, so he's happy. He's out probably sitting in the blind right now in Indiana <laughs> on my one property, probably pulling on all day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, where are you going uh, this fall, man? Have you been doing a lot of hunting? Or are you going to hit up a lot more states? Where are you going? Uh, I've been back home from Indiana for the first cold front 
in that big rising moon and saw a ton of deer. And we saw we saw the shooter, the shooter, the uh, shooter, big one. So just a matter of uh, getting back there here next week when it hits November and going to give her give her a run at it for a few weeks for sure. You bet. Hey, we got to take a break. Can you stick around? All righty. All right. Hey, we're going to take a break and uh, we're going to come back with Brad Miller. He's the host of Country Boys Outdoors and it's uh, Saturday mornings at 1130 Eastern Time on Sportsman's Channel. That's right. And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, My Outdoor TV. Now, Mr. Brad, for all things Country Boys Outdoors, to get tips from you, your partner's upcoming episodes, maybe some basketball stuff man where can we find you online oh man just youtube yeah <laughs> just google him i tell you what there's gonna be a lot yeah. of stuff that comes up, come up. <laughs> all right so we'll be back with brad miller right after this don't go anywhere Here's Mrs. Bunny with Hunting Dog Care. Hunting Dog Care. If you hunt your dog enough, chances are it will eventually get injured. However, dog owners have to learn how to identify and avoid trouble. Barbed wire might very well be the number one enemy of hunting dogs, especially upland bird dogs. To avoid a nasty run-in with barbed wire, always keep your dog under control, watch for gates and fence lines, and even loose barbed wire. Help your dog safely cross wire barriers, and most importantly, don't let them roam too far in areas where you've seen stray or discarded wire. Watch out for your four-legged companions this fall hunting season the revolution with jim and trev it is our civic duty (laughs) duty to provide you with the best of all things outdoors stay informed and connect with us on social media and at jimandtrev.com stick around the revolution will continue right after these messages argentina here we go it's going to be challenging, but a lot of fun. So hopefully today we get to let an arrow fly on this great trip here in Argentina. Experience breathtaking scenery and exhilarating bow hunts. Beautiful, beautiful stack. Get ready for an adventure like no other. Incredible. I watched them drop right here. The hunt continues. Hopefully we'll be able to connect with one of these beautiful water buffaloes here. Bow Hunter TV, Wednesday, December 20th at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Rut Ready. Now, once again, here's Brad Miller, host of Country Boys Outdoors, Saturdays, 1130 a.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking Rudd Ready on this week's show. And, of course, before the break, we had Brad Miller on. He is the uh, host of Country Boys Outdoors. But one of the things that you alluded to is you do a lot of stand hunting. You know, for your size, is it pretty tough to do spot and stalk? Yeah, it's definitely spot and stalk's been challenging. I mean, I did, um, I'll still find a way. I mean, I crawl. If you need to crawl, I'll crawl. So it just kind of depends on that whole situation. But uh, you know, my moose in Alaska was a spot and stock. Crawled up through a couple foot of grass and had to pretty much stay pretty low in that. The, couldn't really sit up in that. It wasn't that tall. But, you know, it may, makes it work if I, if I have to. Yeah, now you had said that your buddy uh, introduced you to bow hunting, gave you your first uh, Hoyt. Do you prefer bow hunting or rifle hunting, or do you not really have a preference? Yeah. I don't have a big preference. I mean, I like crossbow, but I, I got no problem busting out the gun, put it that way. When it's gun season, I will have my gun with me, not 
not an archery during gun season, so that, that'll answer that question there. Yeah. Now, now, what caliber do you uh, shoot when you shoot a gun? Oh, uh, two seventies, probably my favorite. That's kind of what I got stuck on got in the Texas down there. That's what everybody was shooting, and you know, worked my way and just got a real nice comfort zone with that for you know any Texas deer, and I shot access deer with it, obviously whitetails and back home in Indiana as well with it. So that's kind of my got a nice little comfort zone with a 270 of mine. Yeah. Do you find, you know, you want to talk about someone being ostracized. Let's take anyone over six foot in America. You know, I w- <laughs> don't you think that like pretty much everything is made for a guy that's five, six to five eleven? Really? When, when you go and you, you know, you search for, let's say, if you're going to go with Ruger or Beretta or whatever you're going to do, you know, is it tough to find a stock that fits you properly or not really? Yeah, I mean, there's some different ones out there, but I mean, like I got a Winchester Supercharger, and I think oh, yeah. put a little limb, limb saver pad on it. That's kind of been my saving grace is a little limb saver pads. Put those on the buttstock to give me a, just a little bit more length. So that's worked out worked out pretty well. Yeah. Now, after that many years as being a professional athlete, um, obviously um, a basketball is a very vigorous sport, man. It is tough on you. Does it really take its toll on your body, kind of screwed you up a little bit? I would think so. I mean, I never played ball. I've watched ball. I suck at everything. I'm not coordinated at all, man. I mean, that's got to be after that, at that high of a level of performance and where you competed, I mean, it's got to take its toll on you after a while, right? Oh, yeah. You just hope that doesn't tear you up too bad for too much down the road. But, you know, and three knee surgeries on oh. the one, a bunch of bunch of other stuff so that's the point of that cold weather isn't the best friend of mine really <laughs> yeah yeah all right he I- used to be seven foot eight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh now a question for you which is more fulfilling a three-point shot from the top of the key or shooting a 160 buck 160 bucks. You don't get to do that, that every day. I got to shoot a lot of, <laughs> lot of jumpers, but then you don't get to shoot a lot of 160s. Who is your favorite person to compete against? Oh, Tim Duncan. Oh, really? He was a handful, but it made the challenge all, all that much better each game. Yeah. Now, what would you say uh, has been your toughest hunt ever? Yeah, I'm like the toughest. Well, one of the toughest things was tar hunting when we when I shot this tar, he went straight down a valley. And oh. Our guide, the guy's like, well, we're not going to shoot him there. That's bad. We, we might lose him. I'm like, all right, that wasn't 20 minutes later. He's like, oh, that's the one show match. I thought you said, he's like, ah, we'll go get him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get down there, and I mean, it's like water slide, sliding down the hill at one point. It's like 15 foot, just straight up and down at the bottom, and told the cameraman, don't go down there. So we're down there, get this thing, and just hear, help. Like, what the heck? Help. But we can't even. He went down the wrong side of the hill. Oh. He's stuck on it. Yeah, he's stuck there. So then, yeah, we climb up and just said, well, we'll have to figure it out. And he's like, I don't know, three, four, five hundred yards past us going up the wrong way. We're like trying to yell at him to just get him to finally stop. So. Oh. Oh man, yeah, that was quite an interesting one. Yeah. Now, what would you say is your most memorable hunt? Uh, Alaska moose. Hmm. Now, was, now where that was my dream bucket hunt right there. I did that one with a, like a bow and arrow and shot it at like ten feet, maybe. Oh, jeez, really? 
Oh, yeah, it was insane. Oh. Yeah, now what part of Alaska were you in when you shot your moose? Oh, uh, we flew into Fairbanks, and it's about an hour float, tri- float plane away from there. Yeah, I, uh, I was actually up on uh, uh, 210 miles above Fort Yukon, and I shot my Boone Crockett moose. No, I don't think it was at 10 foot, though, was it? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was in you, two foot. Two, at 10 foot, you could <laughs> smell its breath. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, oh, yeah, it was pretty close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, um, on this season of Country Boys Outdoors, Saturdays, 1130 a.m. Eastern Time, people have to watch it. Fun, awesome show. Uh, Sportsman Channel, what can we expect? What can we look forward to, buddy? Uh, just a lot of fun and just trying to be entertaining and you know, don't take it serious, but, you know, enjoy. you to enjoy your time out there and have have fun when you're doing it. That's for sure. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Brad Miller. He's the host of Country Boys Outdoors, uh, Saturdays at 1130 in the morning on Sportsman's Channel. Exactly. And this has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Again, just Google Country Boys Outdoors, Brad Miller. Uh, hop on YouTube and lo- look up. Yeah, look up. Literally, you're going to have to look up. Even sitting in front of a screen, you're going to have to look up. <laughs> Mr. Bradman, God bless you. We love you, buddy. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right, y'all. Don't go anywhere. Coming up next is the Kansas Catman. Stick around. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Trav. I'm calling to say that I no longer love you. My heart now belongs to Cat Daddy. What can I say? He's the angler of my dreams. He whiskered his way into my heart. And so I guess this is goodbye. You still have the phone on, eh? Buddies with Cat Daddy. He's so hairy. She wanted that tuna tub bean whole action late night flathead fury. Disgusting. My kids are calling Cat Daddy Poppy. JimandTrav.com. Everything outdoors is right there. Stay tuned. The revolution will return right after this. Join us in celebrating 20 seasons of unforgettable moments. Featuring some of our favorite hunts. That is an absolute giant, folks. And most memorable segments. Great width, great mass, great height. He's got it all. Plus, a look to the future. See how technology has advanced to make your hunting experience a whole lot better. North American Whitetail TV's 20th anniversary season. Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back. Now here's our very own captain of the SS Tuna Tub, Cat Daddy. I'll never go fishing again. This is in my friend. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. We're talking Brent Ready on this week's show. Before the break, we had Brad Miller. Uh, he's the host of Country Boys Outdoors. What a great guy he is. But our next guest is a greater guy. He comes right up to Brad's belly button. Uh, that is Mr. Cat Daddy. He is super whiskery, smells fishy, and he's always on the water. Mr. Cat Daddy, how's it going, buddy? Man, I tell you, boys, it's going damn good. Damn good, damn good, I'm telling you. Fish are biting, but you gotta look for them, boy, because that water's colder than heck out there right now. Well, you gotta look really damn hard, too. 
Uh, if you want to catch those big damn fish, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I tell you, them damn big fish are hard to catch sometimes. <laughs> I know uh, it. The clients I've had out, we've been, they've just been wanting some good table fare. And I told them, I said, well, you know, the water temp dropped about eight degrees in the last three days. So uh, it's going to be a little hard to find, but we're just going to have to stick and move. I call it search and destroy. Fish a stump here, fish a hump there, fish a tree there. Yeah. Fish wherever you want to fish. Just make sure it's different every time you drop your hook in. Yeah, you've always said, though, when that water gets cold, that that meat just gets pearly white, and it is so damn good eating. Oh, I mean, damn right. Fish of eat at the dam. Well, let's get back to this damn search and destroy for these cats, you know? I mean, um, it really is. You're, it's kind of like spot and stock hunting. I mean, you're out there. You want to catch these these hard-fighting, good-tasting catfish. Um, you, you've got to put a lot of work into that cat, Daddy. Oh, you better believe it, man. I mean, you know, you got to have a variety of bait, just like a different grain of bullets when you're hunting. You just got to have what you got to have. And you better have plenty of it, too, because uh, the catfish, they're a little lethargic right now because the channel cats are. The blues aren't, but the channels are. Flatheads, they already went to sleep for the winter. And uh, when they get lethargic like that, you know, the bite's completely different. It's not as violent, not as aggressive. You just got to, you know, kind of lead them out a little bit. Don't pull on it. Let them take it. Leave your bell open. Your clicker off. Just let them take that line for a little bit and then snatch their... Damn, just snatch them, damn it, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, now the thing is, is fishing a reservoir, like all of the lakes that you seem to fish are reservoirs and not natural lakes? Are there any natural lakes in Kansas? And we know we've got listeners all over the country that have natural lakes. Uh, is the fishing different? Is it all about the same? Well, I tell you what, we call them mud puddles. That's all they are. <laughs> mud puddles? It's just a damn big puddle. <laughs> Got a dam at one end. Yeah. Do you like now? That's a good question. Do you like to fish that? You know, you got that influx of water coming in, or do you like to be down by the dam? Yeah, damn, if you do, damn if you don't. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, you, you go one place, if they ain't there, you go to the other end, and you know, just work your way up to the fine middle. It's the damnedest thing. <laughs> Well, that's a damn good response is what that is. This is, is kind of like Sesame Street. <laughs> Our word of the day is damn. Well, you damn too, it is. <laughs> All right, so let's get back to these uh, uh, these fishes. Because, I mean, you know, they're sitting there, and it's cold out, you know. And it's just yeah, like you. They, they don't want to get off the damn couch if it's a small bait. I mean, they want something that's going to really Lunch. pique their interest. So, no, like being serious, you know. Um, what are you throwing right now? What is really fresh, fresh shad guts, guys? You know, you go out, throw your cast net, catch you some fresh shad. Yeah. Slice that belly up good, put it on there, and put another gut on top of the belly slice. Man, it's uh, the la creme of the la creme. Just, just damn good. <laughs> That's damn good eating right there. Oh, I'd eat it myself. Yeah. Lick your damn lips I mean, right there. Smell that gut, that gut scent, you know. Like I said, you know, they're lethargic right now. They're cold. I mean, the fish we was catching was like they come right out of the freezer. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, they was cold, man. The water temp's about 48, 46. It's, it, it's just cold, and it's even colder down there on the very bottom. Do you yeah. ever used to put, was it Menhaden shad oil on your baits? Do you still do right. that? I used to, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. 
Yeah. I, I had Menhaden Jism, too. Yeah, Menhaden. <laughs> if you don't have so a little... You gotta wear your gloves with that damn stuff. Yeah, if you don't have a little Jism, you ain't got nothing. <laughs> you know? That's right, brother. <laughs> Not a damn thing. <laughs> you gotta have what it takes in order to get the damn thing going. <laughs> uh, so what time of day right now are you uh, um, really out. getting the most strikes? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, uh, I've been telling these folks that they want to go at 6 o'clock, and I say, hell, man, it's going to be dark for another two hours. You can sit there and boulder if you all day, you know. We need to get out there about eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning, let the sun hit that water a little bit. You know, it kind of arouses them fish, you know. It get a little warmer. Not much, but a little bit counts. And, uh, yeah, we've been hitting them about eight thirty, nine o'clock, and the bite's been kind of slow at the beginning. Well, slow all day, but it does pick up, you know, right around 11. 11 to 2. Hmm. Yeah, did you ever check? I mean, the, the surface temperature, you said it's uh, cooled off by about 8 degrees. But down 15, 20 feet, is it pretty much the same as it was during the summer? Well, you know, uh, about another about another week, the thermal climb is going to change up in the uh, shallow areas where, where we've been fishing about, you know, 12, 13, 14 feet. And uh, they're going to move on out to deeper water. Mm, That's ah. when we're going to start drifting for them, knocking the socks right off them old rascals. That's a hot ticket right there. It is. Oh hot. yeah, I mean you know it's it's the best time to drink Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. Now, what are you looking like on trips right now? Um, I'm looking damn good. Trav. Looking damn, damn good. good. <laughs> I probably pretty damn filled up. You know, really throughout the rest of the damn year. Um, no, do you have anything coming up? I mean, people are they're looking like, damn it, I got a last minute Christmas gift here. Can I get old cat on the line uh, and get myself a trip? Do you have anything available, or is that just people just out of damn luck, or is that a pipe dream? Well, I tell you what, there's no pipe dreams when you're fishing with Cat Daddy. It's just real dreams. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, so we actually got to get to a break. Cat Daddy, can you stick around for a second part? I'll hang around until my horse does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, we're talking with Cat Daddy, and he's talking about the great times you can have out there on the lake. And uh, we've got to take a break because coming back after... Our second part with Cat Daddy is going to be Mrs. Bunny with a buyer bus. That's right. But this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit online for the best damn seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com. Isn't that right, Cat Daddy? Damn it, I'll be back in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to get to a break. We will return right after this. Who are you? Cat Daddy. He's a submariner. He came up with this idea, sir. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Eat too much Halloween candy this week? Well, the remedy for tummy aches is JimandTrav.com. Log on now and indulge in all the Kit Kats you can stuff in your gullet. JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The Revolution will return right after these important messages. We hit the jackpot. I'd be proud to serve that in my restaurants. Become a wild game gourmet, the Mike Robinson way. He'll be serving up his favorites on an all-new, all-wild season. I'm traveling to meet the folks who hunt in the wild like me. I hope you shoot straight. (laughs) I've never hunted anywhere like this in my life. Rodeo ramen. That smells good already. Hunting with skill, cooking with style, that's farming the wild. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Don't catch all the fish. Drink all the beer. I want to go fishing. You and me both fishing in the dark. Now, 
here's the Mac Daddy of the Beanhole, Cat Daddy, on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hear the boys. Hey, we are back. We're talking rut ready on this week's show. And, and uh, of course, before the break, we had a great time with old Cat Daddy, and he's back once again. That's right. The best damn time ever. So, Cat Daddy said you got a story for us. What is that, big guy? Well, I lost my damn horse to begin with. <laughs> He's a bigger hook. <laughs> hey, you know, you're tied up out there in some trees. Mm-hmm. We was even throwing beans, man, but the fish bite is so slow up in the real shallow, shallow, because it's chilly up in there, man. The, the bite was real slow. We were throwing beans, but we were still catching fish, but mm-hmm. slow, slow mo, man, let me tell you. But we were tied up to the trees up in there, and man, I, I'd ate a couple of tacos the night before. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it, 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 it just wasn't right. So I had this gal and, and her husband, good people. I mean, you know, just common, good old catfishing folks. Well, we sit there for a while. Man, my old belly got to rumbling, you know, and I know I'm kind of getting off the catfish for a little bit. But, boy, I'm going to tell you something. When you're out catfishing and uh, Mother Nature says, you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I started to untie the boat and everything. I told them, get ready. We're heading that back up to the uh, place where you take care of business. Oh, yeah. Well, I told him, well, never mind, just turn around, sit down, and stare at that tree over there for about five minutes. <laughs> oh, God! Well, I had the old chum bucket there, and needless to say, oh. Oh. it was a good situation. <laughs> oh, my God! You chum... It's just like letting the steam off them bean buckets, boy, let me tell you. Oh, my God! You... It was good, though. Hell, we was catching fish while all that was going on, even. Oh I've had a crazy few days, a few days here lately, let me tell you guys. It, it sounds like it. The oh. only X-rated cat fisherman in the world. I can't believe you actually chummed with other people in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, it's either chum or walk around all day with chum in your drawers. Oh, my God. All right, now I got to get real, man. Let's get real now. Now I just want to ask you one question: Did they tip you? <laughs> you know, did they ask for an? No, on- they teepeed them. <laughs> did they ask for an encore? <laughs> they give me sixty dollar tip, my friend. No way! Sixty dollar tip, yes, absolutely. And roll a they toilet paper. They were catching fish left and right. I'm telling you. I'm going to tell you what: When your guide can take a dump in front of you and you still tip him, he's a damn good guide. <laughs> I'm going to tell forget you. I told him to stare at that tree over yonder for a while. <laughs> Stare at the tree and plug your ears, folks. <laughs> All right. They won't show me anything. They forget the rest of their life. <laughs> now I got to ask you this: in the spring of the year, when it's this warm or this cold, as it were. <clears throat> You wow. always say, go to the back end of the coves because it warms up quicker. Why can't you do the same thing? Or uh, the cats already know that they've got to go to deep water anyhow. Well, you daggone, Jim, you're right on top of it, man. Them them cats have been doing this ever since the evolution of man and catfish. You know what I'm saying? They, they know what time of year it is. They know the difference between an early, early spring chill and, and a late fall freeze. Hmm. They're still up there in the flats up around in there, but they're going to all be moving up to deeper water here for long. You and know, that's just like them big blues out there in Milford Lake. They're they're going to be up in deeper water. They're getting the heck out of the shallow area. Yeah. They're going to lay up in that deep water, man, go out there and search around for them big schools of shad, you know, five, ten thousand. 
shed in a school. Mm. Wow. Now, see, Jimbo's trying to take us on a detour, and I want to keep going exactly in the direction we were going. Okay? You know, you've been a guide for umpteen billion years, right? You know, they say... Uh, crusty, man, crusty. Cat daddy walks on water because he can't swim. Okay? <laughs> and so... That's right. <laughs> no, Boy, you better believe it. You better believe it. A wise man told you that, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, he did. So, here's the deal, though. It, you know, from... Number two incidents in boats. Is, to, that, is that a pun? Yeah. Um, <laughs> circle C hooks through hands. I mean, you have had some of the craziest stories ever. But what sticks out in your opinion, Cat Daddy, as a guide for as long as you have? The monster catfish you have caught, the people. What is the most precarious, dangerous, scariest situation you've ever had uh, out on the water catfishing. What was it? Does one even stick out in your mind or not? Well, believe me, boy, let me tell you about this. Now, I was out on the water one day out on the big Cole River, and the current was kicking. Mm-hmm. I had three women in the boat. Uh-oh. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'll never forget it. I, I, I thought, oh, my God, man, we're going to have a floater going down the river. <laughs> this woman jumped out of my boat. What? And she, she, she had to use the restroom really bad. Oh. And she bailed out of my boat, and I didn't see her pop up for about a quarter of a block. Oh, serious? <laughs> was kicking. Man, I was freaked smooth out. <laughs> really? I, I tell you what was crazier than that, guys. When we went to get her in the boat, you know, hey, what do you do when the current's kicking? You just got to have her hold on to the edge. While well, I let go of the motor, put her in neutral and everything, we was flowing down the river. <laughs> the other two guys grabbed her and I grabbed her by the head and we flipped her right over in the boat. It was a sight to see. <laughs> oh I mean, goodness. a sight to see the moaning and groaning. Oh, oh, it, it, it was crazy. <laughs> you know, she's lucky she didn't drown, really. Oh, hell, man. If she had to bob back up... I don't know what I'd say. Oh, man. I really don't. I, I mean, you know, call the police, I guess. Yeah, throw your cash net. <laughs> that is nuts. I mean, and, and you know, like you have had, though, where you these big monster Circle C hooks going through people's hands and people getting hurt. Oh, stepping yeah. Stepping on well, things. i had that happen to clients out of uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. Old boy went to grab a big flathead. I think he was about 70-75 pounder. That old hook turned and hit that catfish slapped in, boy. That hook went clean through the palm of his hand. Oh, my oh. goodness. Man. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Well, you got to think. Crazy. I had a guy. I had a guy. Now, check this out, guys. I had a guy one time down on the Walker Rooster River. He was a banker. Had on leather shoes, real nice dressed fellow, you know. We was out there pulling lines and we caught a big blue cat. And I threw him down to the bottom of the boat there. He was on the floor. You know how they kick back and forth, left and right? Oh, yeah. Uh, that old blue cat drove that side spike right into his foot, went clean through that leather shoe. Oh. Ooh, man, he let out a, a, a tone I ain't ever heard. Oh, <laughs> man. You got to think when, you know, whether it's, you know, that fish is thrashing around. And so that's just driving it farther into his foot. I mean, that had to hurt bad. Oh, my God. You know, you know what they say? Shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Damn straight. And if it does, hopefully you have a chum bucket around. <laughs> All right. That was with a C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Cat Daddy, we are coming up to a break. Uh, if we do want to book a trip, though, and seriously, you're the you're the best guy there is anywhere in the United States. Uh, people need to get out on the water, and you know, contrary to what we've been talking about, it's one of the most fun, safest trips you'll ever go on. Where can we find you online, buddy? Well, it's just like my buddy Phil King said. He's a pro pro catfishman. 
you can't catch him sitting on the couch. <laughs> That's right. And I tell you where to go: www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Yeah, if you and like, I've had a hell of a good time with you boys today. Yeah, well, if you uh, if you'd like to write O Cat Daddy and send him a picture of your latest and greatest, or maybe your own bucket, we don't know. Uh, you can email him at catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. That's damn straight. All right, Mrs. Bunny is coming up next. Cat Daddy, God bless you. We love you, buddy. I ain't got but one thing to say. Damn it, man. <laughs> Damn straight. You're killing the man. You know I've always been your biggest fan. Listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav on the radio, not enough? Well, then check out JimandTrav.com. Jim's blog, Trav's take, show archives, buy or bust, and tons and tons of expert advice from our hunting and fishing pros. JimandTrav.com. Don't move. The Revolution will be right back. Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. With the Wolverine R-Max 21000 and R-Max 41000, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand in hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. The hunts are tough. The meat is tender. Getting back into places like this can break your body. Meat Eater. Stephen Rinella's Outdoor Masterpiece returns with an all-new season where epic adventures turn into epic feasts. Eventually, our work starts to pay off. The payoffs are delicious. Watch Meat Eater on Outdoor Channel, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern and on Sportsman Channel, Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We're rut ready. Now, here's the one and only Mrs. Bunny with Buyer Bust, brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. We're talking Rut Ready on this week's show. And before the break, we had a two-part interview with Cat Daddy. What a great time that was. Damn good fishing with Cat Daddy right there going after those cold water catfish. Uh, right now, though, we have the bunny. I wonder if bunny meat would be good bait for catfish. I don't know. That's a great question. That Do you take that offense to that? No, I don't. So, no, not one bit. What are your pronouns? What are my pronouns? Hair and uh, <laughs> or, I don't know. or varying hair. Yeah. 
Chops a lot. Long ears. Yeah, um, pretty much. Pfeffer. Right. Ah, uh, that's good. All right, so Mrs. Bunny, <laughs> and that's H A R E. Okay, yes, just to yes. clarify. Just to clarify, yes. All right, so Mrs. Bunny, this is Buyer Bust, where yeah. we review products only that we like. Because why give time to stupid crap? Right. You know, I mean, well, we check them all out. We check out everything. Uh, so tell us, what is Jacked? Okay, so this is an interesting company. They have some archery um, accessories and things like that, like a magnetic sling for your bow and stuff. That's really cool. However, um, I think that the cutting-edge um, uh, division of their products are in these new RFID um, or kind of like Q-code chips that you can use to put on your game and fish um, your uh, that you harvest from the field, your mounts, your freezer to catalog everything that you have in your freezer and stuff like that. It's called Jacked Game and Fish Trophy Tags. They also have storage tags, location tags, transport tags. And essentially what it is, is if you've ever seen like the QR code that you can go to in the store or on your television or whatever and scan with your phone, they have these um, individual tags that you can take and put on, let's just say you tag a deer in the field. You can go and you can put this on the antler. You can enter the information. It goes into a database. And when you scan this tag, then it has all of the information that is attached attached to this this animal. So let's just say you harvested it in Ohio on November 13th at 8:16 at night or whatever it is. It has all of the information and then you can take and take it a step further and let's just say you um butcher this deer yourself. Um you can put a QR code on the outside of your freezer. You know that wardens can come and if you have meat in your freezer, they can ask, you know, where's your carcass tag? So this has all of the information that is pertinent for your carcass. Then on the inside, take it a step further, you can tag your bags of meat and as you take things out, you uh, can then update your inventory and your supplies as you take things out. And so it keeps a online footprint of whatever you want to um, tag and bag and track as far as that goes. Or if you're someone like Craig Boddington and you have 106 billion animals on your wall yeah. and you can't remember the story behind each and every one, then you can put a QR code, NFC tag or whatever on each one of these, enter the pertinent information, and um, say if somebody comes to your house and they want to know something about it, they can scan the QR code tag that's on it and you can find all the pertinent information about the hunt on there, including if you want upload photos and everything else. It's a way of digitally keeping a footprint of all of your outdoor adventures or everything in your um, freezer or pantry or whatever. To the extent that you can take this and let's just say you want to um, keep track of all the canned goods in your your pantry, you can even do something like that. So... Let's say we shoot a deer and we process it, all right? Yeah. And there's, I don't know, a hundred Ziploc bags, or you know, um, what are the damn bags that you suck the air out of? Right, yeah, whatever yeah. those are called, you know. Yep. Um, so you would put an individual sticker on each bag, basically. Yes, you can. You can go however deep and in, deep and in depth you want to go, but yes, you can do that. This received um, this year at ATA their Best in Show Award winner. You know, it's like everybody's rushing to use some sort of technology, and this is kind of the first in its kind of using um, something like this to really uh, catalog your stuff. You know, it's like there ha- there's nothing else out there like this, and so it's just something entirely different as far as using technology and moving forward so in this industry. Then let's say you you tag all your meat and it's in the free. And yeah. then when you pull out a bag, then you can update. If you had 87 bags in there, yeah. um, what do you just like scan it and then hit remove and then it... Some- 
thing. Update but, your tally or but something? But even more than that, instead of hand labeling your bag, let's yeah. just say this is like a rump roast or it's, you know, like stew meat or whatever it is. Instead of handwriting all of your bags, you take the code and you input the information and you can put um, date harvest and the cut it is and what it came from so that when you pull mm-hmm. it out, you can scan it and you know exactly what meat you're looking at in your freezer. You know, there's this uh, thing that happens and any person who hunts will know that you get to the bottom of your freezer and you have mystery meat and you're not entirely sure what it is oh, or yeah. where it came from or what animal it belonged to. And so this eliminates this. Now you know exactly what it is. Yeah, that's when I found out that antelopes don't have gizzards. They yeah, don't. You exactly. would think they do, you know, yeah. since they're like they're, what would you call them, bilingual since yeah. they can go in water <laughs> and on land? I would think you know, so. I would say something like this Amphibious. even for serious I anglers. Say like somebody like Cat Daddy who, oh, yeah. um, who fishes a lot and, and has to have the right amount of fish in his freezer per your, um, per your limits and things like your this. Quotas. This would make it really easy for you to make sure that you have not over or not exceeding your limit. You know, um, this, uh, this is the kind of thing that makes keeping track of that kind of stuff really easy. Yeah, I would think for me over the organization aspect of it, which I think is incredible, the legality of it, you know, to be able to stay legal, to be able to prove your innocence or whatever it may be. um, That is a really nice thing, you know, to have. Um, Yeah. You know, I guess he also then makes you follow up on your own state's rules and regulations of what you cannot have and can have, how right. many, so on and so forth. I think it's really cool. So it's how, what is it? How do you spell this? J-A-K-T, Jacked, J-A-K-T, and then gear.com. Jacked so like I gear. Said, yeah, like I said, they have some archery stuff and, you know, check out their other stuff. But this is where I think it's their, their um, cutting edge kind of stuff really kind of goes. They have, in addition, you know, like ID bars for your uh, tree stands and things like that. And, I mean, other different and kind of cool stuff, but this is kind of where it's going. And like I said, these won some awards at the ATA show for being, you know, kind of on the forefront of stuff this year. And it's a interesting idea, and I think beyond what they already um, have listed, I think people could probably find a lot more uses for them. So. Yeah, well, I'm I kind of intrigued by the fact that you can actually organize your pantry with this thing yes. and know what's in there because... I've got 19,000 cans of pumpkin. (laughs) Jimbo loves organization. I bet he does. That is just kind of like a staple for him. Yeah. 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 Always... Everything's neat, tidy, organized, put away. Yeah. You know, I think that's just... Is that a shot? No, I'm just saying that's just the way you are, right? I think your wife would agree with you. (laughs) So, Mrs. Bunny, how much is this? Uh, Well, kind of prices vary depending on which product you get, whether you're getting storage tags or trophy tags or whatever, but you can get a whole slew of the storage tags for the freezer and stuff like that. I think it's a 50-tag pack for $24. Oh, geez, that's not bad. No, so, you know, 50 different uh, packs of meat in your freezer... Organize it all for $25 or whatever it happens to be that you want to organize. You know, um, the game tags, if you're out in the field and you want to attach a game tag, you can get that for $12.95. And I, I'm not sure how many are in that one. I'd have to look it up. I don't have, a, I don't have it right here for me, but, um, it's definitely something to check out. And it's, uh, intriguing enough that I think, um, probably more and more outdoorsmen will see this, uh, coming down the pike. All right. We say what? Buy it. Buy it. All right, so this has been brought to you by Yamaha's Proven Off-Road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. You can uh, put a jack tag on your side-by-sides if you want. Uh, or, <laughs> or who's sitting beside you. Yeah. Uh, check them out, YamahaMotorsports.com. And uh, Mrs. Bunny, where, what's the website again? JackGear.com? JackGear.com. All right, we got to get to a break. We will return right after this. Crazy about a shot, 
And now, here's another Revolution Fall Cleanup Tip. Instead of killing yourself raking up all your leaves, save some time. Just light a match and set your yard on fire. Seriously, please don't do that. Stick around. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will be right back. You wait all year for opening day to hear an elk bugle, spot a big mule deer, or see that whitetail buck enter the field. And on most hunts, you get one shot. One opportunity to fill your tag for that year, one chance to take that bucker bull of a lifetime. Are you gonna trust your one shot to machine loaded factory ammo? I didn't think so. This season, shoot Pendleton ammunition, hand loaded one round at a time, and ship directly to your home in time for hunting season. Chocolate lovers, Michael Horn here along with JD Jeremy Dayton. We've got a special offer for them if they love chocolate. Am I right, JD? Oh yeah. Go to vinedabar.com and put in the code CHOCOLATE20. You get 20% off your order. Now, here's the thing. Vinedabar chocolate is dark chocolate mixed in with the Chardonnay mark. That's the skins of the Chardonnay. So you get all the health benefits of the wine, the health benefits of the dark chocolate, and you get some very delicious chocolate with Himalayan salt, so many great different varieties. But you have to go to the website. It's vinetobar.com, and the code is CHOCOLATE20. You like chocolate, J.D., am I right? Oh, I like me some chocolate. Too much. Yes. Too much. <laughs> go to vinetobar.com and put in CHOCOLATE20 to get 20% off your order. Again, vinetobar, V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com, the code CHOCOLATE, C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T-E-20. Vinetobar Chocolate, CHOCOLATE20. Any adventure, any task, any time. There's a Yamaha Utility ATV for any ride and any rider. See the full lineup at YamahaMotorsports.com. Adventure seekers can start with the trail-tested capability and comfort of the Yamaha Grizzly lineup. For the ultimate in midsize ATV performance, check out the Yamaha Kodiak 450. And for those who mix work and pleasure, the Yamaha Kodiak 700 line devours chores and leaves room for adventure. Find your utility ATV at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. ATVs are recommended for use only by riders age 16 years and older. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. For safety and training information, see your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boy some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Talking about Rut Ready. And, of course, we had Brad Miller on the show. Yeah, plus Cat Daddy and Mrs. Bunny. Jimbo, we'll return next week, won't we? Yes, we will. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the all-new Ford Super Duty. Ooh. All right, God bless you boys and girls so much. Thanks for listening and for visiting JimandTrav.com. We love you so much. We will return next week. Next week. God bless the USA.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 